The Zone is presented by Guaranteed Foods, delivering all natural food to Midwestern families since 1958. Enjoy healthier food, more free time, free delivery, and better value. Go to GuaranteedFoods.com. All right, a Tuesday edition of The Zone right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Jason Anderson with you, Josh Briscoe, Dylan Michaels. We head up until 2 o'clock the next four hours. We've got you. A lot of stuff to get into today. We will continue talking some uh, Chiefs football as uh, they are still Super Bowl champions, Super Bowl 58, uh, back-to-back. As uh, now they start the quest of, I guess if you want to say the uh, three-peat, they wouldn't necessarily start the quest right now. That's probably been started in um, you know October, November, December, January with the front office, but uh, they are getting set for a parade tomorrow. So little R&R today for the Kansas City Chiefs arriving last night, late afternoon last night with the uh, Lombardi Trophy and the team returning home and Patrick Mahomes returning to Disneyland yet again. Disney World, Disneyland. Yesterday he was at Disneyland. Is it just closer to wherever the uh, Super Bowl site is? I'm guessing because, uh, you know, in 2019, I think he went to Disney World, uh, that being in Florida. That makes sense. Uh, I've never so, really bothered to figure out which one was which. Uh, Disney World's definitely in Florida. I have and, worlds uh, of fun. So uh, that's good I, enough for me. See, I grew up on lands of fun. Oh, okay. That See, that that does explain, which is, of course, the... The, uh, the, the California companion, version? It's the companion <laughs> to Oceans of Fun, actually. Yes. It, all, it all works. That's it's, right. The um, world thing was actually a little big for their bridges. See, I, I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up on Lakes of Fun. Lakes of Fun. These people talking about of Oceans fun. of Fun. I'm tired about the coast biased, whether it's east or west. Man. Midwestern guy. Lakes of Fun for me. Sometimes rivers of fun or really creeks of fun. Creeks of Fun was my favorite. Was really Ponds what, uh, of Fun, did. I got, yeah. a, I got a, an infection. But you were, you know, you got a story out of it. That's I sure did. It's not one I enjoy great. telling, but, you know. That's fine. It's a story. I don't know that malaria is that funny, but. A little penicillin, you know. That's why it was invented. My dad you know? got West Nile in Missouri. Do you know you can get West Nile in Missouri? Really? Well, that is West of the Nile, ago. so. It, right. It depends, it, it depends on which way you east, go, but that's right. It's east of the Nile. Well. Away from the Nile. I, I Look, um, Kyrie would disagree. <laughs> I guess that's true. It's directionally only one way from the Nile, but it really depends on where the seam of the map goes for you. The <laughs> seam. unfolding it. Here it is. Lay it on the table. This is the map. That's what it looks like. What do you mean international dateline? There's no – they're just going – I mean, how is Taylor going to even think about being present at the parade tomorrow when she's got to fly all the way east to get to Australia? That's like a two-day trip. Plus, you got to stop in like Nigeria. Then you got to stop again. I mean, there's so much refueling that goes along the way. Um, not sure how she'll be able to do it. So there's no way she actually left yesterday to get there by Friday. She may end up having one of the greatest anecdotes of all time, which is I got so hammered in Vegas I woke up in Australia. <laughs> like that actually might happen to her. <laughs> that might just be her life. Yeah, she she left Tokyo and arrived in Vegas before she left. Amazing. The wealthy, the rich and famous, they're just like us. <laughs> they are just they are just like us, right? I she mean, can, she literally time traveled. <laughs> That's, right. That's she, amazing. She went 17 hours back in time just by going by by jumping across one line. 
one line. Hey, it's uh, Sunday. Hey, I'm on. It's Saturday. Hey, it's Sunday. Hey, it's Saturday. Simply do not challenge Swifties. They will bend time and space to their will. What if there was a uh, an airport right there on the line, and you had to circle? The airport just to try to figure out God. when you can land in a circle. Like, then are it's we like, landing Sunday or Saturday? We're landing Sunday. We're it's landing like that Saturday. scene in Interstellar, then, where eventually it's just like years and years have gone by. It's very emotional. You really do not want to get uh, caught in a holding pattern over the international dateline. I was up there for five minutes. They've won five straight Super Bowls now. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. Also, what your kid just graduated college. Happened, man. What? Uh, it's unbelievable. All right, 913-3810-810. That's the phone number. We are going to open up the phone lines today. We didn't do that oh, yesterday. Yeah. Typically, we do that uh, after a Chiefs game, win or lose. But yesterday, very packed with a lot of stuff with uh, them winning the Super Bowl. Um, we will talk with Myron Medcalf coming up at noon, college basketball insider. Uh, we'll talk with him a little non-football stuff today with that and uh, also some baseball stuff as well. Todd Lebel will join us in the 1 o'clock hour hanging out with him. He was in... Vegas for the Super Bowl and just for in general fun and uh, we'll talk with him about uh, what he took away from Vegas well actually he can't tell us but uh, we'll talk with him about the Chiefs and what they did in winning that game and winning back-to-back Super Bowls Todd Lebo will join us in the one o'clock hour open up the phone lines 913-3810-810 let's start with our location today and that is Rally House uh, the power and light Rally House Right behind me by about 30 feet will be where the parade will be going down on tomorrow. It'll be going down and also going down. Yeah, I correct. Yes, um, that is tomorrow, not today. But I'll tell you this, if you're going to be around the downtown area, they are already starting to prep. So coming here, I'm like, I'm going to park in my usual. I'm not going to do that. I'm assuming there is no uh, street parking since I got there, and that was all uh, covered up and um, and uh, roped off. So that's fine. They are getting ready for the parade tomorrow. And uh, we've done this before. This is parade number four. They've been there, done that with this one. Uh, parade number four in the last decade for Kansas City. Uh, and it's just simply what happens. And tomorrow is going to be absolutely gorgeous. So the first parade, gorgeous, right? Second parade, incredibly uh cold first parade being royals parade that's right. right okay that's right. yes yep. okay yep. i was like that was not my experience no, no. Of the first yes. parade, Jason. Uh, okay sorry second back to you. of the four parades yes, being incredibly cold and bitter um the uh third uh of the four parades uh josh uh decided to run a mile before just to get five ready. Okay. five, five yes. miles before kind of power go. walked five uh, there you go that was not fun. as cold but more but more bitter actually go. for me <laughs> and uh and tomorrow parade number four uh, should be a lot of fun and should be a lot of people. You know, uh, we were talking yesterday about uh, my son, their uh, school, sending out the email a couple of weeks ago saying, you know, unlike last year, they will not, uh, we, we will not cancel school. Uh, then they sent out the email yesterday saying, we are canceling school on Wednesday. Your kids do not have school. Mick Schaefer on the air with us yesterday about Mill Valley, the Mill Valley Barstool, which is one of my learned is that there was a Mill Valley Barstool <laughs> yeah, uh, account. Uh, had tweeted at Mick Schaefer that he needed to go public with this so that Mill Valley would get the day off. Uh, and uh, and we were on the air talking about it. And Mick's like, I'm not sure I have that power. And then last night, uh, Mill Valley decides that they are going to cancel school uh, as well for tomorrow. So it's going to be a beautiful day. Um, and, uh, you know, I was going to take my son out of school anyway. I was going to bring him down here. I mean, That's uh, you know, I, I didn't do it last year. Uh, there were some other things going on with uh, there was, uh, you know, some, maybe some sickness in the house, but also how cold it was and all of that stuff. This year, everybody's good. 
It's going to be beautiful tomorrow. Our location should be uh, pretty cool as well. So uh, that is going on tomorrow. But we're here at Rally House today, Power and Light District, and they are getting you set, continuing to get you set. Look, we were at Rally House on uh, Friday up north getting you set for the Super Bowl and Super Bowl parties, and then Rally House yesterday at Oak Park getting you set for the parade and getting all of your Super Bowl gear. And we had mentioned that, you know, you you had to that Rally House. They may have, uh, you know, been sold out of some stuff, but they were constantly getting deliveries and drop-offs and constantly getting new and new merchandise and gear that was uh, being delivered. That was at the Oak Park location, but all 16 KC Metro Rally House locations. And I don't think I'm speaking out of school here when I say this. I hope not. If I if I am, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, beg for forgiveness rather than ask for permission. Fabulous. But as I'm walking in um, and I pass by the uh, the UPS truck, and uh, one of the Rally House workers was, was out there, and, and, and uh, she was walking in for uh, for work. And uh, she was just talking to him, and she's like, wow, so how many you got? And he's like, uh, well, I'm about a third of the way through, and I'm 35 in. Boxes. Wow. He said, uh, we're about, we got about uh, 95 boxes that were dropped. And she was like, what? And he goes, yeah, they're all stacked in. They're the 30 of them. And we got two-thirds more to go of what we're carrying. And by the way, since we arrived, they are coming in with uh, trip after trip of dolly after dolly after dolly of um, uh, of these boxes and boxes of, of shirts and gear for the Super Bowl. So if you have been to a place where you're like, oh, they didn't have my size mm-hmm. or they didn't have specifically what I was looking for, mm-hmm. let me tell you, Power and Light District Rally House, they are opening up boxes right now of all fresh new gear, even the new smell, the, the, yeah. the new shirt smell right out of the box uh, here as well. So they have tons and tons of stuff. So I may need to pass over to the show to Josh for a little bit sure. and then go shopping for specific... Because typically, you know, large and extra large are sold out uh, kind of uh, quickly, and you know, um, so I'll be I'll be looking for some of those, and then uh, my wife's size, and then something for the kids as well. But which it, is, of course, perfect. Yeah, that I I couldn't find a P uh, for <laughs> any of the uh, female shirts. Um, I just I just heard you say, you know I need a large and extra large or my wife's size, whatever that is. That's if- why I didn't say I need something for myself, large and extra large for my wife, and then I need I know I, I, I couldn't find the P. It's looking for looking for perfection, and um and and maybe now they'll be able to. Uh, uh, to have that here. I'll look some more. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, we're at the uh, Rally House location, Power and Light uh, District We made Gabe sweat there. Sorry, Gabe. Oh, he's fine. He's fine. He's got a vest on. <laughs> it's fine. You know, you'll be su- they'll be doing lots of sweating tomorrow, let me tell you. There will be some sweating, go- and not because you've got five layers on that you finally are just sweating. Thank through. God. No, they'll be sweating because the sun will be out and the parade will be going on and people will be out here uh, early and uh, enjoying themselves uh, with the parade, parade number four, number three for the Kansas City Chiefs. It's simply what they do. You know, Patrick Mahomes did his media rounds yesterday from Disneyland, and uh, he was on NFL Network. He was on ESPN, um, a few other places as well. And, and on uh, the, the NFL Network, uh, I cut a couple clips from that one. I liked what, uh, what he had said in there. The ESPN one, um, you know, sort of uh, some generic stuff, not anything that I cut to play, but he was talking about, yeah, well, you know, we're here at uh, Disneyland, and we got a parade tomorrow, <laughs> or, or uh, heading home tomorrow, we got a parade on Wednesday, uh, and that's just simply, you know, that's kind of just the the, uh, the the order that these things go in. It's what we do. This is the routine now uh, that uh, we win the Super Bowl. We go to Disney World, Disneyland with the kids. We go down the uh, the main strip at Disneyland, Disney World, and have the parade and wave and everything. And then uh, then I do these interviews, 
and then I get to go home and sleep and then sleep on Tuesday. And then we got another parade where we're going to party again and get right back at it uh, and uh, and hit it hard on Wednesday. And then finally, you can rest for a few days on uh, Wednesday night. Or you may be resting Wednesday afternoon. I mean, there, there are some people that might be resting. Who was it uh, last year? Um, or maybe it was 2020 that was uh, resting after the uh, parade. Um, I think they had to have a, uh, a, a oh, wheelchair. Oh, someone was in a wheelchair. Wheelchair point. take them I think to a car. One of the DBs, I think, ended up in a wheelchair. Defensive back comes to mind. Yeah, Definitely defensive back who. comes to mind for me of who that was. Uh, so I, I don't know. Jalen Watson. Jalen Watson. Look, that have been last year. Rookie mistake went a little too hard. Needed the yeah. uh, needed the wheels on the yeah, way. Yeah, so that have been last year because if he did that in uh, 2020, it would have been even more impressive. Been a crazy what a called shot. This guy's over here from uh, Oregon State. Just why? Why is he here? Why is he in the parade? He would actually would have got arrested at that point if he'd have joined in the parade in 2020. I mean, I couldn't cross the street last year, so yes. <laughs> you had a credential. You didn't have a credential. You I just had a shirt that said 810 on it. Yeah, and that was. Clearly not not powerful enough. Do you think no, these <laughs> these two or three days uh, of Patrick Mahomes' life are harder or, or easier on his body than actually playing in the Super Bowl was? I think playing in the Super Bowl is tougher on muscles and bones. I think this is a little tougher on his liver. Definitely the toughest on his liver. I look. He spends all year being in football shape and uh-huh. being ready for a game each week. I mean, he got he got a whole week off before the Super Bowl. I, I don't think his body goes through this experience more often than maybe maybe two or three times a year. Mm-hmm. And just by, like, you know, some of the, the match and some of the other instances, yeah. maybe Tahoe. But the, the parade week is, is unstoppable in terms of what that means for Patrick Mahomes' liver. We'll ask Bobby Stroop if uh, what's more difficult for him to cleanse. Is it after a season or is it after the parade and the party of the Super Bowl? And then, of course, you know, the party at Disney World, Disneyland. How do you uh, get pliability in your liver? <laughs> Is there a is there a stretch you can do for that? I would ask Jason Kelsey. <laughs> he's got the best leading I him. Think That's he's true. Got some, That's uh, absolutely. I true. think he's got range of motion. <laughs> he had it last night when he was stumbling. When they were look at Travis Kelsey putting his or the, not last night but the night before. Look at Travis Kelsey putting his jacket on Taylor Swift. Sorry, I didn't see that. I saw Jason Kelsey stumbling to the right of the uh, camera and almost falling into a tree. <laughs> so I don't see Travis Kelsey putting his coat on Taylor Swift. I see a man who is a legend and a dear gift to everybody. My favorite clip that I've seen to this point is still it's it's Travis and Taylor having yes. this emotional dance and they're kissing <laughs> love and there's story. a remix of love stories yes. thumping in the background and it's all well what a cute moment and then the camera pans over and Jason Kelsey in Chiefs overalls and a luchador mask is standing up on the DJ booth next to Marshmallow <laughs> who is the one DJing with his marshmallow head and everything that 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 right there look art but make it sports has been working very very hard recently mm-hmm. that video in and of itself is art i don't i don't even need it compared to anything else i don't I, like this has been such a crazy trip both in the literal and figurative sense mm-hmm. and in the other senses as well but just such a strange trip that it has been from going back to training camp, or even not even that, to going back to before Taylor Swift had her concert in town, Mm -hmm. before Travis Kelsey decided to make a friendship bracelet for Taylor Swift, (laughs) to now that we are talking about a suite filled with Taylor Swift and and, uh, 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 
Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Ice Spice. Ice Spice is there. Why wouldn't they be? Miles Teller and, and his wife are there. And it's just absurd. And then you go to the after party where Travis Kelsey is singing Love Story with Taylor Swift and Jason Kelsey is on stage with Marshmello. Like, these are <laughs> these are comments that we would have said and somebody would have said, my God, yep. this is quite the dream you've had. Yep. <laughs> is this an acid flashback? And I would say, no, I feel like it's an acid foreshadowing. Yes. This was in the future. How can it be an acid flashback if I'm, if I'm seeing this in the future? It's just unbelievable. Like, the most improbable thing might have been the Chiefs. If you would have said that, you know, before this, or if you said at some point the Chiefs will be 6-4, and four, they'll be struggling, they can't score, the wide receivers are terrible and they'll still win the Super Bowl, or they'll be a suite filled with some of the biggest stars that are there rooting on Travis Kelsey because he's dating Taylor Swift. Yep. Like, wow, the first well, one might have been the more unbelievable good part for, good for because Trav, Travis Kelsey dating <laughs> Taylor Swift would not have been that crazy of a surprise. I, I mean, think that's at least a smidge revisionist. It's still crazy. <laughs> it's still crazy, but if you just said, hey, Travis Kelsey, because when he talked about the friendship bracelet, you're like, well, well she's single. He's single. Like, we sure. talked about that. Sure. I actually thought he was going to start dating Kelsey Ballerini after uh, uh, Saturday Night Live because she was the musical performance, and she was single. Only one And he was single. Right, and they were both named Kelsey. <laughs> it would have been Kelsey Kelsey. It would have been – she probably should have done that just simply for the amazing part of, you know, like in, uh, um, you know, um, wedding, uh, wedding Singer, you know, Julia Gulia. You know, I've definitely seen that. Would have been a uh, would have been a, a great name to uh, to have, but there's so many improbable parts of this entire season, and and I just uh, uh, the, the the fact that you know you have a suite there that was going on, and you have uh, there in the Buffalo Bills game, and and uh, Cara Delevingne and Blake. I was trying to explain to my wife. I'm like, think about this. She's a huge Eagles fan, right? And her dad is a diehard Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last year, Miles Teller was in a suite with his wife, cheering on the Eagles, screaming things about the Chiefs when that game was going on. He then becomes friends with the Mahomes and the Kelseys. And now he's in the suite with his wife, who is cheering and going crazy at the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl a year later. You would never, I'm sorry, um, I, I, I love my wife, but if her best friend, well, you know what, here's the thing, I, I love my family, they're Bengals fans, uh, Yeah. but I'm not sitting in a suite with them going crazy with them winning the Bengals, I am congratulating them, yeah. good for you, I'm happy for you, I really am happy for you. Uh, but, You're kind of the but, Kylie Kelsey of the family totally. thing. You might wear, I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't know that for she would. their happiness. I might, I might wear a nice orange t-shirt if that was really going to benefit the people around me yeah. it would not be, it would not be striped it would not have a bangle maybe i'd go black you know and be like oh i'm not i'm not wearing mm-hmm. another team's gear to try to show anybody up i'm just going to be back here yeah. not wearing you know a yeah. Jamar Chase jersey yeah and i'll just hang uh, you know and it's awesome good for you i'm rooting for your happiness that's what i'm doing now when jason kelsey joins the chiefs this year kylie will then have to change this commitment that she has to never wearing any chiefs gear i think at that point it'd be easy right it's yeah. like oh yeah no i, yeah, I listen Jason Kelsey switches teams. I'm switching. We're we're we're, we're in this together. Jason Kelsey, Creed Humphrey can sure. move to his natural position at guard. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, right because of the snaps. He'll have to do less rolling the ball back there <laughs> to Patrick Mahomes. Um, it, I, yeah. 
So uh, did you see the the uh, lip reading of Mahomes and Rasheed Rice on the sideline? I think it was a John Boy Media thing. And they, they tried to do a lip reading of Mahomes. I will clean it up and paraphrase that on the sideline after Rice was talking to Mahomes, it, it sure looks like Mahomes is saying to Rasheed Rice something along the lines of, he rolled the bleeping snap to me, I had to get a throw off. And kind of like, and he's he is going after Rice there. I'll find the clip so you can watch it in the break. But um, first of all, I still kind of like that Rasheed Rice actively wants the football in the Super Bowl as a rookie. That's good news. He to was me. open to win the Super Bowl. Well, and here's, <laughs> he here's what that means. If that's what Kel- if that's what Mahomes was saying there, what Mahomes said on the sideline to nobody in particular, I mean to Rasheed Rice that none of us were supposed to hear was Creed Humphrey's low snap could have just cost us the Super Bowl. And it's it what we talked about. To survey. And it's what we talked about yesterday. We're like, well, was that the read and the only read, right. or the ball was rolled back to, to Patrick Mahomes? He picked it up, and then I know where Kelsey is. Yep. And was, I'm going to throw right, it. I forgot we talked about that. That's what happens according yeah. to Mahomes. Uh, apparently, according yeah. to leap, lip reading. According to the lip reading via Mahomes. And yeah. then the lip reading from Rasheed Rice later was, "Let's go then. Yep. Let's go then. Yep. Let's go then. All right. Well, let's go to you know the nightclubs and party in Vegas, and let's go to a parade on Wednesday. And that's what they're doing. Um, the uh, the Royals are announcing coming up at 2.30, uh, about, uh, what, four hours from now, mm-hmm. that uh, they are going to build their stadium, that the site that they have picked out is the site that is the uh, old Kansas City Star Building. And um, uh, after, you know, discussions about where it would be inside the loop, if it would be, um, you know, across the river, maybe they reopen Kansas now we know that it's going to be right over here by the uh, the T-Mobile Center, just across 670 is uh, where the location of the new stadium will be. That's the site. It'll go on the April ballot, and people will know what uh, some of the details are. Hopefully, well, by April, they better know all of the details. Hopefully we'll find out more details about what this will entail, what the community benefits agreement, what that package would entail. Hopefully they would have more details today with those things uh, and how much they may work in concert with what is the plan to put the cover on 670 and create the park that will connect both sides of the highway and it will just simply flow from T-Mobile to the Power and Light to Kauffman Stadium um, and and this park that will be there uh, that will have a lot of greenage that will be there'll be much more green around downtown with a ballpark and a baseball field and the parks and trees and everything that are going to go on um, and how much they may be investing in that they've also talked about investing and financing a one billion dollar additional entertainment district one of the reasons I've been so on board with the Royals building a new stadium is because I do think it benefits the ball club if they find extra streams of added revenue that is not shared revenue that they can then put back in the ball club. We talked about the Atlanta Braves. We talked about the Texas Rangers. We've discussed these teams and the extra income that they are putting into the ball club, the more money they're spending. Now, will the Royals spend that much money that the Texas Rangers spent? No, because they're also $50, $60 million per year below when it comes to their TV deal. Okay, that's going to be something that will be there until Major League Baseball has an entire uh, uh, league-wide TV network deal, and then that is shared like it is in the NFL. You would have to then get the Yankees and other teams on board to go, no, 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 now we want to have the exact same amount of money that the Royals and these other teams have that we have. Uh, We want them to get all this money, even though we have already seen that 
their value is much lesser than ours because they're getting what the networks feel their value is. Okay, until that happens. I, how is that going to be a part of this? Are they going to build a $1 billion entertainment district right across a park from the Power and Light District? Are they going to team up with that? Are they then going to be just simply in the real estate business around here that they're going to buy up all the land, put hotels and housing and other things and bars around that they will just simply own and they'll be real estate moguls? Uh, and, and that'll be their plan for the $1 billion investment to uh, garner added revenue to uh, to put into the ball club. I don't know. I just don't know where a $1 billion entertainment district is going to go just across the highway downtown when the power and light is right here. It feels like it might be the most convenient location for people going to games and then going to stuff that's already Uh established. And it feels like in a lot of ways it kind of defeats the purpose of why they were so passionate about moving in the first place. That's a little confusing, and again, that, unless there's been something else officially this morning. That was Sam McDowell was reporting that that's where that's going to be, and mm-hmm. Sam is right about things, so it's where it will be. But the Royals will officially announce that, we're imagining, in that, that presser later this afternoon. Um, and then they, there need to be a lot more details and hopefully a lot of good questions in that period. If they can answer things like that of, hey, this was, first of all, like the first site ruled out as you were narrowing it down to your two. <laughs> and what is the benefit going to be for not just the city, which we still need to know about all those details. What's the benefit for you if the logic of originally moving downtown to build a district like that, um, if that was the plan originally, can you do that at this site? And if not, why would you pick this site? I don't know if they're going to have those answers, but I'm hoping to hear those questions. That comes up at 2.30. They'll do some of those things, and um, we'll find out. Uh, we can continue talking about this. We're also going to open up the phone lines. I know we got people on hold waiting. Uh, lots of stuff that I want to get into today. Um, the uh, the Let's Go podcast released last night. We've uh, we played a couple of clips from this uh, last couple of weeks. And um, Jim Gray, Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald on it this uh, week, they uh, they talk about the uh, the bump between Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid, or just Travis Kelsey bumping. I don't think it, was a, it wasn't a chest bump. They didn't both come together in chest bump. Uh, but uh, Kelsey is passionate and upset and emotional as he was, um, and um, and they talk about that. Um, Patrick Mahomes also uh, talks about that as well. We've got a clip that NFL Films put out of Mic'd Up. That we'll start to see more and more. I think the, the mic'd up stuff starts coming out tonight. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't out last night. I was really hoping to sit down and just uh, start watching some of those uh, those specials, but I get it takes some time. Uh, so we'll hear a little bit of the mic'd up with the Tom and Jerry play call uh, with Patrick Mahomes and then the celebration and everything. Um, and then Marshawn Lynch continues to be a gift to humanity. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll get into some of those things as well. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. We'll continue rolling your phone calls on the other side of the break. It is The Zone on a Tuesday edition. We're hanging out. Rally House Power and Light location. More Zone next. All right, we continue right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB, hanging out at Rally House Power and Light District, our location today. And I told you when we started the show that uh, as I was walking in, the UPS truck was here, and uh, they were delivering uh, boxes on boxes on boxes. I believe he said somewhere around 90-something are the uh, total number of boxes he was uh, delivering. He was about a third of the way through, and he was talking to one of the workers as uh, she was walking in. He's like, "Uh, yeah, you can see them all stacked up in there. Uh, So, yes, if you were looking for stuff and maybe they were out of your size yesterday or uh, Sunday night, uh, yeah, there's uh, apparently uh, new shipments coming in. And that's what was going on at different uh, rally house locations all day yesterday. 
last night, this morning as well. So uh, we're here at the uh, Rally House location, Power and Light District. 913-3810-810. Let's bring in Rodney to the conversation here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Rod, or excuse me, John. Was I say John or Rodney? I'm sorry. I think you said uh, Rodney first. Rodney, why don't you John Reed? John Reed. Uh, rock, paper, scissors, yeah. John and Rodney. Sorry, I've got them written down here. Uh, we've got a few people on hold. Um, so uh, let's actually go in the order that Dylan told me. Should we okay. do that? I think that'd be great for everybody involved. Great. Let's go to John then first. John. Uh, John. But don't worry, Rodney yeah. and Jerry, those guys are probably up next. Uh, John, <laughs> okay. go right ahead, yeah. sir. Yeah, good morning, John in Columbia, Missouri. Hey, uh, comment about special teams. I really think Tommy Townsend should be the most valuable player. He handled some pretty bad snaps uh, during the game and made them uh, available for Butker to kick him through the post. Uh, that that last one, I think, it was higher than his head, and he grabbed it and put it down where it belonged. Um, a question for you guys later is, what's the contract status of Tommy and Butker? And I also have a question about uh, uh, the officials during the game. I saw something I'd never seen before. There were some black-capped NFL officials with with suitcases running around the sidelines and possibly getting involved in some altercations or some chippiness between players. And I had never seen that kind of security detail from NFL before. Can you tell me who they were and what they were doing? I don't know about getting involved in, like, uh, altercations or anything or trying to step in. Uh, I know there are some uh, black-capped officials that are on the sideline that are part of communication maybe with um, up top. Uh, there's also backup officials that are out there. Um, so, um, to be quite honest, not really sure uh, what um, – do you know what uh, those might have been? Like, uh, I, And, again, I'm not sure about, like, any, um, you know – altercations or anything they, they might have been uh, getting no, involved in. No, I'm trying to remember what um, the the Eagle security officer, Dom DeSandro, who was in the scuffle with the Niners and like he eventually got like yes. ejected, and uh, <laughs> he was there. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to figure out where. I think he was on the sideline with mm-hmm. the Chiefs at one point. I don't think he was the guy that, that the caller was just talking about. Um, there were definitely additional refs there in the full black jackets that yeah. I saw getting into some of the – just to have other other refs on the field. Obviously, you're not worrying about other games or to anything. keep guys separated on sidelines. Right. The, the briefcase thing, though, I don't know. I'm guessing that would be some sort of technical thing, or maybe it's something for expedited replays, but I am totally mm-hmm. guessing just in terms of why would there be – officiating crew members with briefcases on the sidelines. Marcellus side Wallace's soul, maybe? That's, I think that could definitely be it. Was it, it. I'll tell you what, if it was handcuffed to the ref's wrist, <laughs> then I do have further questions, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> right. Tommy Townsend's yeah. a free agent after this year also. So. Yeah, Tommy Townsend, an unrestricted, oh. he was restricted last year, right? Um, so he's unrestricted free agent this offseason. Um, and um, Harrison Bucker has one more year left on his deal. He's actually going to be cheaper next year than he was this year for the Chiefs. Um, so uh, at least one more year for uh, Harrison Bucker. I think they'll get something done with Tommy Townsend. Uh, he's been that good, and the holding has been awesome this year. And you're right, though, those, uh, those holds in the Super Bowl, especially the 57-yarder when he had to go up, grab it, put it down from 57 where – You've got to spot on on your aim. You can't miss right or left really much, and he buried that thing. Um, it might have been a little low because maybe putting the football down, maybe you can't tilt it back as much, and maybe Harrison Butker hits it more of a straight-up football, and that drives it um, a little bit lower, but it uh, ultimately worked out. But, yeah, uh, Tommy Towns has been uh, very good. Uh, John, thank you for the phone call, man, 913 
let's go to uh, Rodney next up on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Rodney, go right ahead. What's on your mind, sir? Well, I've been sitting back and listening to a lot of people, and I'll have to be the first one to say I lost all respect for Tiki Barber and any other of these former players or current players who wants to, you know, complain about the rules. To me, it's not the Chiefs' fault that the Niners didn't know the rules. That's a coaching problem, and that starts with Shanahan. That's a coaching problem. If you have every player on the Chiefs to talk about, oh, yeah, we talked about this in training camp. We game-planned it for two weeks just in case it was to happen. We have a plan. How are your players going in and say, we didn't know nothing about it? Armstead, how long have you been in the league? And he said, I knew about the rules. I just learned about the rule changes by looking up at the board. So what are y'all doing? So what are y'all doing? And how is it every time that the Chiefs win, there's got to be something wrong. Now, I'm seeing people all on Twitter talk about, well, the refs missed all these calls. This is supposed to be holding. You know how I many holding calls that should have been called <laughs> on, the, on the Niners offensive line? No, come on now. They let them guys yeah, it's, uh... It's pretty. It's pretty rich to uh, have a ten-point lead with uh, a couple minutes left to go in the first half, and then complain that there were some holding calls that should have been called one way or another. I mean, come on, man. And I see that you know, Skip Bayless wants to go back and try to degrade any type of of player that's on the Chiefs. He, he goes ham on it, but to go back and talk about well, Travis Kelsey should get fined or, or if not kicked off the team for, for oh, his altercation yeah. with Andy Reid. I mean, you, you, you're taking it too far. You're taking it way too far. Andy Reid said what he said. But you got to understand, this is a Super Bowl, so I have to be mindful of the fact this is somebody who never played in the league or probably never played football, so you don't understand the altercation. And the, oh, oh, also, the video that, um, that Corey was talking about, about Mahomes and, and um, Rice, and someone yeah. did post about it, and it, but to me, Rice had a point. And then I'm oh, but the thing about yeah. it is, I look at, I get it, I look at it in the perspective of I'm following your lead. I'm following your mm-hmm. lead. You have a perfection type of attitude that you've been holding on to us all year long, and I'm meeting you at that same energy. Now, he knew uh, Rice was upset. And it looked like to me he was trying to stop him from walking away to explain to him what's going on. Rice is trying to get away so he can calm down. Hey, that it is what it is. So I know when they go back and reevaluate everything, I know the first thing Andy Head gonna say, Creed, we got to get that snap up. Because now that just made it difficult for him. It made it difficult for the receivers. You threw everything off because it's not it don't start with Pat. It starts with you. And I think that's the one thing that people have to understand. Yes, every past the QB, but it, throughout the whole game, when that snap was low, it threw everything off. Even the whole yeah, block. I mean, because there was times like he had to move, but he couldn't get there. So yeah, it, it happened multiple I just times. I want to put that man. out there. Yeah. No, Rodney, I appreciate the phone call as always, man. 913-3810-810. I still haven't seen the um, some of the lip reading. I, 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 the link is in the text. I right, but then it says the account owner limits what uh, how many people can see the switch. Oh. <laughs> so I can't oh, okay. what it uh, said. Oh. Re- regardless of that, um, you know, the Creed Humphrey point certainly is there. Um, no, but just above it. I'll, I'll he, say he started with, uh, with Tiki Barber. 
And um, Tiki Barber, if you didn't hear, uh, I'll just paraphrase. Uh, Tiki Barber is uh, saying that the it's absurd that the clock is not a part of this anymore, that it's not a part of the constraints of football. Apparently, he hates the college football overtime rule as well because clock doesn't matter. It's the playoffs. But what you want to in the tie? He's talking about and saying, well, there wasn't this urgency for the Chiefs. They didn't have to worry about the end of fifteen minutes. There was no clock, sort of, dude. Travis Kelsey got tackled at the three-yard line with 40 seconds to go. Yeah. And the Chiefs had two timeouts. If the clock was a constraint, they still would have had time to run three more plays and kick a field goal if they had to. They also, like, they did score before the clock expired. (laughs) Exactly. It's a total nonsense argument. Yeah, they scored, but his point being, well, they wouldn't have taken that much time. Sure, they they would have been been rushed and everything. Yeah, they would have called timeout. They had Maybe two, the Niners they had should have kicked. Yeah, they had they had timeouts. So yeah, I, I'm with you. It's a it's revisionist and uh, well the the, the clock I just, it, the clock should be more of a part of it. So change you, it, no change the overtime rules again. I agree. So then overtime is 15 minutes, and then you go back to a coin toss again, and then have another overtime. See, we don't deal with double overtimes in the NFL. At the end of overtime, it's just simply a tie game. Mm-hmm. And there's only been one overtime in the Super Bowl, and they didn't have to worry about. You know, uh, getting that late into um, into the first uh, quarter, second quarter, first overtime, what have you. The Chiefs are going to end up with 15 different ways of winning games in overtime over the course of Mahomes' <laughs> career, and it's never going to stop them, and it's fine. We'll just do it. Sure. Uh, let's bring in Jerry to the conversation. 913-3810-810. Jerry, uh, what's on your mind, sir? Hi, hi guys. Uh, sounds like he was his opinion was a little, he was being a little tiki tack. But hey! I don't know. <laughs> I thought I'd get it, it in before Josh did. I'm good with <laughs> I wanted to be I love it. punch. And uh, yes. be, before I really get into it, can we put uh, Dylan's name in for uh, GOAT producer of daytime radio? Well, or are you yeah, going to sure. give it to I'll Curtis? No, no, you'll I'll do that. Curtis I'll put it in. Yeah. He's no, the I'll brain. put it in there for Dylan. No, I'll put it in there for Dylan. Yeah, absolutely. My vote goes Guy to Dylan. Guy was at, uh, at uh, the station till like 5 in the morning. I'll send you your $20 here soon, uh, Jerry. Thank you. <laughs> uh, donate it to uh, Catholic Charities, buddy. I'm a Catholic. All there, you boy. there you go. No, um, the thing is, I, I seen some posts on there. You guys are going to cover the football games and everything. Just great. I loved it. But... I, I seen somebody put up when they showed Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid when Travis was screaming at him, you know, you got to keep me in or whatever it was. Somebody before they even knew what was up that said, "Oh, that's a sign. That's a sign of an abuser." And I put back and I said, "That's not. My dad was an abuser. That's not abuse. That's all heart." And he texted back and said something like, uh, "So uh, can't wait." Can't wait for the domestic to be called at the. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I totally get that. What's, did he drop? Jerry drop? Or maybe we did. No, we're good. Oh, right. Jerry drop. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's absurd. I've, I've seen that too, and um, you know, it's whatever. People, it's they're gonna they're gonna say stuff like that. You know what I mean. The, the, uh, Taylor better be careful. You don't care about her. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, people are – Bills fans are still complaining about Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen's interaction after the game. They're going to find things to complain about. Uh, all right, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll continue rolling. I do want to get into that more 
where, you know, hearing from Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald, hearing from Patrick Mahomes and others on that particular um, situation uh, that took place and uh, the fallout, if you want to call it that, uh, from uh, that. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We're hanging out at uh, Rally House. Power and Light District is our location. More zone right after this. All right, we continue right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. You know, before the Chiefs went and won the Super Bowl, when they won the game against Baltimore, we told you about these uh, really awesome footballs from uh, Nyko Sports that you can get. Well, they are now going to be updated. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, joining us now, uh, Bob Iback, Nyko Sports, with these uh, beautiful, beautiful footballs. Bob, welcome in. Um, some more work to do on these uh, Chiefs footballs now. Well, that's good work, too. <laughs> You know, going ahead and uh, <laughs> no uh, raising the third Lombardi Trophy in the last four trips to the Super Bowl over a five-year period. Just an amazing game uh, out in Vegas, 25-22 overtime win. We're very happy to update these footballs. So far, we've sold probably over half of the collection of the 5,000 of these limited-edition, full-size Super Bowl 58 footballs that's also going to raise some really good funds for a great local charity. It's called CASA, which stands for the Court Appointed Special Advocates. They're volunteers in the community in Jackson County there that help out uh, abused or neglected children. So we'll be raising a lot of money for them with the sale of these footballs. Now, they're priced at just $119.95. We're over halfway sold out already. So when I give out that phone number and website in just a moment, you're going to want to jump on this. Each football will come with an individually numbered certificate of authenticity. All the panels on the football, everything on there, the stats, the pictures, the logos are all embossed, which will keep it pristine looking for years to come. Now, before I give out that phone number and website, I quickly want to point out what you'll be getting on various panels. The top panel will have the 2023 season schedule with the scores and dates and the opponents of every game in the regular and postseason for the Chiefs. The second panel has some stadium history on there, the official Super Bowl 58 logo in Roman numerals, the AFC logo, and championship history for the Chiefs going back to all their Super Bowl titles and AFC titles all there. Third panel is very historic. It's never been done before where you've had Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey images, action shots of both guys on the same panel along with their stats. So if you'd like to go ahead and get this, jump on it soon because I know last year we sold this thing out. Now it's back-to-back titles. The toll-free number to call, 800-345-2868. That's 800 345 2868, or just go to the website, nikosports.com, N-I-K-C-O-Sports.com, N-I-K-C-O-Sports.com. Again, that phone number, 1-800-345-2868. It's exclusive to Nyko Sports. You won't find this in stores. You won't find it over at the stadium, and only 5000 will ever be made. And like I said last year, we sold out within a week, so I am feeling that by Sunday these will all be gone. Yeah, um, and and you know what, uh, I, I bet a lot of them were getting uh, purchased and bought up. And you know what, the uh, the most watched Super Bowl that we've seen 
I think maybe the Swifties had something to do with that <laughs> and some of these footballs with, uh, you know, how beautiful they are and uh, a little Kelsey activity with it as well, uh, that maybe there's uh, some Swifties that might go and purchase this. They are just now getting some of the memorabilia for the Super Bowls. You know, the Chiefs, this is their third one in the Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid era, fourth one overall. Uh, Taylor Swift, it's her first. You know, uh, yeah. one year in the league, she wins the Super Bowl. That's right. It's it's amazing, and and the fact too, it's the first time ever that Las Vegas has hosted a Super Bowl. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of history yeah. on this, and I know these footballs are going to be probably the the best one we've ever produced for for Chiefs fans. Yep, uh, Bob, you are the man. You know that, and uh, we appreciate it. We will continue to get the uh, the word out, the uh, website and the phone number one more time. Website and phone number for the listeners out there to go and get this beautiful football. Yeah, it's the 800 number is 800-345-2868, 800-345-2868. The website, if you can't get through, because I know the lines are going to be blitzed, nikosports.com. You spell it N-I-K-C-O-Sports.com. That's N-I-K-C-O-Sports.com. $119.95 will snag you one of these historic Super Bowl 58 footballs, back-to-back championships. Bob, you're the man, and I look forward to our conversation next year already. <laughs> hey, let's do the three, Pete. You're darn right. Uh, thank you very much again. 1-800-345-2868 or nikosports.com, N-I-K-C-O sports.com for this beautiful football, embossed football, not just painted over, fully embossed football. It's uh, pretty sweet. I've got a couple of these uh, at home, and they are a really cool addition to whatever, the man cave room, whatever you have, uh, it's uh, and, and gifts, whatever that might be, pretty awesome. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back, continue rolling more. Zone next.